Somebody save me from this show. Why are we doing this to ourselves? Ugh, I do not know. Alright, hey guys, welcome to season 9, nope. season 1, season 1, episode 9, I'm talking at the Talon, uh, Bess. I'm Bess, and I'm on drugs. Yes, uh, she has recently had a small medical procedure, but is on a bunch I'm of Ativan. I'm fine, I'm uh, fine, I'm just, like, a lot of people had a lot of eyes that they weren't supposed to have this episode. Uh, so that was fun. Yeah, um, so we're gonna see how this goes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, today we watched season one, episode nine, Rogue. Rogue. I think I'm, I'm gonna start with the opening scene. Yeah. There's a lot of things to talk about, starting with... Yes. <laughs> ...the breastplate of Alexander the Great. Right. So Which they're features a, very heavily yes, in this it's episode. very prominent. Um, they're at a museum opening thing uh, for, like, a Luther exhibit or something. I feel like um, this features really heavily with Vidin and in Thick too. Not sure about Thick. Uh Vidding well so Alexander the Great right. comes like up a Alex lot. right. Like uh, the, the idea that the like Lex is like the into Great Alexander thing. the Great and like also, you know, yeah. And this is the first things. time that comes up on the show. I think so, yeah. Like I'm specifically sure. Alexander the Great as opposed to like general like classical stuff references right. with like Right. He's made classical references and he's made like, you know, art of war references and stuff. Yeah. But like this is the first time that Alex the Great in particular has come up, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, so they're at this museum opening thing, um, and the like main piece I guess of it well so first of all it's like at they say this later, the Metropolis Museum, which is like that's not Museums are not just like no. it's not just a, like the New York Museum. <laughs> that's not the Chicago Museum. Right? No, that's way too vague. No. Um. No. Uh. But yeah. So. Uh. And they're they're the breastplate of Alexander the Great, which is like sort of basic metal breastplate. But with, like, first of all, like, a snake in the shape of an S on the front. Fake-ass-looking snake. And then, well, the snake, and then, like, everything is covered in quote-unquote jewels, which are, like, clearly, like, craft store jewels. They're not even, like, fake gems. It looks like like a Halloween costume that, like, Alex and I made for cosplay for my little sister. Right. I mean, like, they're literally, like, the the kind of... It's good! Like, it's it's a a good effort at replicating (laughs) some classic armor, but you can clearly tell that it's been, like, spray-painted foam and yeah. jewel, well, like, like, fake plastic jewels I would, I, I glued on. checked into this a ton, but I would be very surprised if Alexander the Great had a snake in the shape of an S on anything. Well, sure. I mean, the accuracy of the actual historical stuff, that's your purview, but, like... Because, I mean... Just in terms of how well yeah. it's made. But, no, like, I mean, like, like, it's fine. The actual, like, breastplate is not, like, absurdly terrible, but the jewels are just, like, so clearly you bought that at a craft store. It's real bad. Um, it's real bad. And it's... Yeah. Wow. Um, in which, like, Lex and Clark are, like, talking about this, and, like, Lex says that he has an interest in Alexander the Great because he's a... someone who ruled the world, world before he was 30. And then, and then, like... Clark says something about, like, he wouldn't want to go into battle wearing something like that. <laughs> Irony. Um, but Lex says, like, darker times called for darker methods. And I'm like, you think that, like, 
gaudy blue and red crap sword <laughs> jewel thing is like a darker method. Um, but sure. But anyway, yeah, that's just like the opening scene. That, yeah, that Alexander, that like breastplate comes up in vids and stuff a lot, and I cannot look at it without just like laughing because, wow. Because it's ridiculous! Yeah, no, it's so ridiculous. Uh, the actual plot starts up when Clark goes outside museum and there is this like bus driver who has a heart attack and is about to ram his empty bus into a homeless man who is asleep on a bench. With his dog! Yes. Um, the dog is important. And so Clark, like, stops the bus by just standing in front of it and, like, letting it hit him. Yep. Um, and the homeless guy sees, but then we, like, no, don't... No, he doesn't. Oh, he doesn't? He's asleep. Okay, the dog sees. Yes. But that presumably is not a problem. Um, don't have any animal communication members of the JLU here, so yeah, no. Um, so yeah, so he thinks no one sees him, but it turns out... Uh, there's this, like, dirty cop called something Phelan, who we see, like, just before this is, like, trying to get some guy to steal papers from, uh, internal affairs for him, um, and is there and sees it. And, and we he... don't know what those papers are. Well, it's presumably a file, like, on him. Well, right, but I mean, like, Phelan is, like, a, a presumably bad dude, like, yeah. who's done some shady shit and he's clearly trying to cover himself, but, right. like... They don't actually say in the yeah, episode no, we don't what find out, like, he's trying to cover for. What the internal affairs investigation is, like, specifically about or anything. Just presumably. Just, like, they like want him. us to take on faith, like, this is a bad dude. Which, I mean, they shady definitely shit. demonstrate that he's, like, willing to do bad things. Right. Um, but, right. yeah. So he shows up. Well, he, he, no, first he talks to Lex. He talks to Lex, mm -hmm. and Lex, like, knows him because he used to work for Lionel to, like, help cover up stuff that Lex did, and they talk about, like, things that Lex might have done in, like, a very, very vague kind of way. Which is, like, a little bit vaguely sinister, although I think also could, like, all could be the level of, like, drug use. Yeah. Which is, like, not actually a thing that I particularly consider, like, evil. So, right. Um, I'm literally doing this episode high. Well, yeah, but that's, that's, that, you're not, you have, you're not illegally using any drugs. No, this is prescription drugs that were given me, to me through yes. an IV by a doctor. Right. But, um, Lex pretends, like, uh, Phelan shows him this picture of, of him, like, of Clark, like, looking at him at the museum, which I remember being someone's, like, icon back in the day. But so, uh, Lex claims not to know Clark, which, um... <laughs> Lol. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't Good seem like luck, a thing. Buddy. Like, that's not really a lie that's going to, like, hold up at all. You can obviously so, disprove that in so many yeah. ways. That's a dumb lie. No, I mean, whatever. He's trying to, I don't know, whatever. Like, it makes sense that he doesn't want Phelan to know anything, but, like, that doesn't seem like the best way to go about doing it. Um, but also, like, it gives the whole conversation this kind of, like, a little bit of an edge of, like... Phelan is maybe making some kind of implication about them? Yeah, I mean, yeah, so we have to talk about, like, what exactly does Phelan think that Lex and Clark's, like, yeah. relationship Yeah, I mean, like, that is. actually doesn't, like, this is the only, like, bit that really talks about that at all. Because he apparently just kind of, like, at that, after that, like, Phelan just sort of is, like, goes directly to Clark and does not. Right. Really. But, like... But yeah, no, I don't know. It it does seem like... Like, what does Phelan think is the deal there? Yeah. 
just from the from the outsider POV yeah. here. Right. <laughs> whatever. Something to think about. Yeah, so, uh, but whatever. So then Phelan goes, goes directly to Clark and, like, first of all, like, drops a huge engine thing on him. Like, rigs up a thing in the barn. Which, it seems like that would take a lot of doing to, like, rig up some kind of thing that would, like, yeah. fall on Clark. Um, yeah. and also, like, I feel like he, so he sees Clark get hit by a bus and be fine. But, like, he doesn't actually have any idea what's going on, really, with that. And, like, it seems kind of risky. Like, I think there's, like, a chance that Clark could have just died from that, you know? Probably. Like, according to what he knows. Like, maybe he's only super strong, like, sometimes. Like, you know? Right. Like, well, maybe it was adrenaline. I mean, that's not how adrenaline works. No. But adrenaline does not stop you from being injured when you are hit by a bus. No, but that's an excuse that they've used at least multiple times well, yes, in the show before. Okay, once, and okay, also once. not for, like, not being injured when you definitely should be injured. Like, those are actually different things. Okay, fair. Um, like, being, he was about pulling someone up. But anyway, yeah, like, he doesn't, like, he doesn't know what the deal is with Clark, actually. So it seems like there's, like, according to, like, he doesn't know anything about this. It seems like there is just a chance that Clark would have died and that he would have just, you know, killed a teenager for no purpose. And yeah, that well, I mean, he's clearly under an IA investigation for something already. So, like, yeah, I dude guess. has some questionable Like, methods. I don't know. I just, yeah, I feel like he doesn't really, like, even, like, assuming that, like, the thing he is, the thing he is trying to do makes a certain amount of sense, I feel like he makes some bad choices. So, whatever. He, like, says, you know, he basically tells Clark that he's going to get him to do something for him, but doesn't specify what, and then they, like, arranges to meet with him later at the coffee shop. Uh, but Jonathan goes... That coffee shop where people just, like, yes. play... Oh yeah, there's like arcade games. There's arcade games. And shit. I don't understand what is happening with that coffee shop. No, that's not the weirdest part. Like, I've never, like, I can see, like, someone setting up, like, a hipster coffee shop with arcade games. Look, individual parts of that coffee shop make sense, but (laughs) that coffee coffee shop as a whole, as has been presented across, so far, nine episodes of Smallville, does not make sense. Yes, that's true. Um, but so, whatever, like, Jonathan Good goes... Good thing the talent plotline is about to take over. That makes so much more sense. Uh, well, in terms of the coffee shop itself, yeah. Mm, I guess. Maybe. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Jonathan goes to meet with him at, at the coffee shop, and Phelan says... I, he still doesn't actually say what he wants Clark to do. They just have, like, you know, various... They say various things at each other, and then Jonathan gets really mad and, like, yells at him. Um, I don't know, I was mostly laughing at how they all had four eyes at that point, so this is on you. Very helpful. I'm Um, sorry, I'm really drugged. I can offer insight, but my insight is only gonna go so far. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think nothing, like, I don't know, I feel like there's a lot of scenes of this guy where they just sort of trade, like, veiled nothingnesses at each other. I mean, okay, it may be how drugged up I am. But I feel like this episode was a whole lot of, like, stuff that should have potentially been really bad and game-changing. Yeah. And, like, didn't really do anything. No, that's definitely true, too. Um, But, like, we'll get to that with the end of this plotline, which I think was the most egregious example. Okay, so... Um, Because, like, so, yeah, anyway, eventually, like... 
Jonathan, I don't know, with tells Clark not to do anything he says, but, like, that's obviously not really a strategy for dealing with this at all. Right. Um, so he shows up again, like, and asks Clark to come with him to Metropolis, and Clark, like, steals the, the guy, the guy, some, there's, like, a somebody has a safe, uh, somebody from IA has a safe in their home with some documents in it that Phelan wants, so he goes in and steals that, but he, like, grabs the safe and, like, throws it onto Phelan's car and then, like, hands him the files and then the cops show up, because I assume he, like, called the cops. Which is, like, I I get, I can see why Clark thought that might be a good idea. That is um, a very Clark plan. It's clearly not, like, actually a permanent solution to this problem. That is a very, very, like, Clark, and especially teenage Clark yeah, plan. right. Well, and he's never really dealt with anything like this before. I can see why, like... He's no. not actually good at it. Like, no. that's understandable. I mean, like, <laughs> adult Clark would go to Batman and be like, take care of the thing. Yeah, well, I mean, but even in, like, universes without Batman, which, like, Smallville technically is, kind of. Like, yeah. Th- I feel like he would he would still be able to deal with it, like, a little bit better even on his own, having, like, had some experience. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think... Okay, fine, so later he'd have Chloe take care of it. That's probably more accurate to, like, this show, although, like, I don't, you know, people also don't actually get better at things necessarily on this show, but, um... Yeah, well, uh... This show is, like, about how humans are trapped in patterns, and, like, they can't get out of them, and, (laughs) no, that's just all TV shows, because status quo, status quo can't change. I mean, it can change, but it can only change so much. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know, so then, like, Flaylin, like, frames Jonathan for this murder by, like, dropping a dead guy in their barn and putting a gun in the truck or something. Who the fuck was the dead guy? I just missed that. Well, I mean, they didn't, they just showed a dead body, and then, like, were, like, you murdered this guy, probably. Okay, sure. And Does that count toward... Do we, so we don't yeah, know I don't know. It's was. like a body. It's like not... He, I mean, he definitely died at some point, but we don't know who he was or anything. He was dead when he showed up. Okay, so um, ethical question. Does that count on our dead body count? Because like that's an ethical question, but yeah. No, I see what you mean. I don't know. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a... Process... Something question. Yes. Procedure question. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a categorization question or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, maybe I mean, not. It's a precedent question, That's which true. matters for purposes That's of us true. counting dead bodies in the future. So we have to decide now. If a dead body shows up and it's not somebody who was like... Because all the dead bodies so far have either been meteor mutants or people who were directly killed by meteor mutants. Yeah, see, I think, like, if we saw him die in a scene, even if he was just some rando, that would count, but maybe this doesn't, you know? Okay. So we're saying that this does not count for our dead body count because it's literally just some... Like, he is already Some dead body that has been shown up for purposes of a frame job. Yeah. I think that seems fair, don't you? Okay, yeah, no, 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 no. I, I could go either way on it, but right. I think like that, I, that I, seems fair to yeah, me. Yeah, I, I, it's not like a, yeah, I don't, I could go either way too, but like, I think that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so, and then Jonathan is like arrested or whatever, and, I mean, the thing is like, Clark keeps having this, and then Phelan shows up and Clark like, gets really mad at him, and like, Phelan does this thing where he's like, you could kill me, ha ha ha, which is like, yeah, he could kill you. You maybe don't want to, like, actually yeah, like, try to get Yeah, why are you not more scared um, of that, genuinely? Like, you don't 
know this kid. You don't know that he isn't going to kill you. Not really. Like, you can bet that maybe he wouldn't, like, that he wants to protect people because he saved those guys or whatever, but, like, you are aggravating him a lot. It's probably not, like, great, a great idea to, like, you're aggravating him, him, and, him angrier. and threatening his right. family. And, like, suggest, like he, he, he could easily kill you and, like, totally get away with it, and that would actually solve this problem, so, like, maybe chill out about that. Uh-huh. Um, like, that's there so that Clark and Jonathan can have, like, an intense conversation about it, but, like, it really does not make sense for Phelan to be, like, actually acting like that. Right. Um, but yeah, then, like, Jonathan and Clark, like, have a conversation about that and whatever, and, like... I don't know, the thing is, like, Jonathan keeps just being sort of, like, like, they don't quite say this, but I feel like they keep just being, like, well, we have to stick to our values, and, like, I'm not going to actually offer any solutions for this problem or attempt to come up with any, but just, like, don't do bad things. Yeah. Hope that doesn't, you know, it's, like... that works. Right. Um, which it, like, does... But mostly at the end, because Phelan is shot by a security guard. Like, if he hadn't been, they would still be in just as much trouble. Right. So yeah, the the thing that, like, after getting the files and stuff, um, Phelan wants Clark to go and, like, steal the breastplate from, uh, from the museum. Which he says, like... Okay, so he says, like, he doesn't care about the breastplate, he wants the jewels. Which, like, two things about that. Like, that is... If, if that were, like, genuinely... Um, yeah, a, a, an ancient breastplate that belonged to Alexander the Great. It would be way more valuable yes. in its whole, uh, as a whole, than the jewels would be individually. Yes, correct. admittedly, it would be harder to fence. Um, yes, well, because it's like a very it's a one of a kind item. Unique so item. you'd need yeah. you'd need a really you know a black market that really was willing to buy definitely stolen things. Um, but the other thing is that like. The idea of those jewels being valuable is still hilarious. Yeah, and this is the kind of thing where, like, so Clark, they, they go to the museum and Clark does steal it for him and stuff, and then, like, he lets him touch it and then, like, th- puts it in the bag and, like, throws it out the window so that, like, the police will find it, which is the kind of thing that would, like, I, I get occasionally in scenes where people are, like, having fights in museums or whatever, I get really worried about, like, the art being damaged. It's, like, um, really painful. Oh my god. <laughs> we watched um, The Incredible Hulk, the, the um, yeah, Edward that was Norton the, movie. Art, but, well, no, but part, it was yes. architecture. Partly that and, was like, just because there was so little going on in that movie to, like, actually be interested in and pay attention to. But there yes. was this, like, beautiful building with a lovely, like, glass bridge, and it was just, like, you know that's going to be destroyed. And sure enough, <laughs> about 20 minutes in, they destroyed the fucking glass bridge, yeah. and I swear to God, the, like, yell of anguish that Alex let out was... I don't know if that is true, but maybe. I mean, for you, it was significant sure. by your sure. standards. Yeah. But it so, was, anyways, like, so, like, normally someone taking a really old thing and, like, just throwing it around like that would bother me, but, like, lol, no, that's so fake looking that I cannot even be concerned <laughs> for it on that level, so... It, it's, um, it's... The props are so bad that it doesn't even set off your, like, save the classics. Yeah. So, uh, whatever. Anyway. Oh, so meanwhile, like, Lex, like, since... Phelan talked to Lex at the beginning. Lex has been, like, has a couple of scenes where he's, like, gone to Clark and been like, uh, is Phelan, like, bothering you? Are you, like, in trouble that I can help you with? And Clark has basically been like, no, go away. Um, which is a little bit, like, I don't know. 
I feel like when when Lex offers to help with like Jonathan's like legal troubles, like that. Well, would... Jonathan always says no. No, and he would, but that would be like a time when you genuinely, genuinely would want want Lex's help. Monetary, um, like best lawyers. Yes. Yeah. Like, Let him give you his best defense attorney. Because like the thing that Phelan says is like even if if. Um, Jonathan, like, beats the murder, he'll he'll lose the farm because of legal, like, fees, and it's like, well, not if you let Lex help you. Right? He like, totally will do. Yes. And probably he won't even make you tell him anything about it, so. Right. Um, like, because he doesn't actually, like, push Clark that much to, like, tell him stuff. Mm-hmm. I think he kind of knows that that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. But he follows them, uh... At the end, when they leave Clark's farm and mm-hmm. go to Metropolis, he follows them, and then he's like outside the museum, and like, Phelan does this thing where he calls in a bomb threat to wait, to clear wait, up. Wait, he called in a bomb threat to clear out the security. He says there's a bomb outside the museum. I must have been higher than I thought when we were watching the episode because I don't remember this at all. Okay, well, he calls in a bomb threat, and then there's like this package, this like package that's it's it in one of the um newspaper stands. Sure. Or whatever they're called, the little boxes. Yes. Um, And, like, they they show... So, first of all, it's just, like, the security guards and Lex, and they don't apparently, like, call a bomb squad or anything. And then the security guards just, like, let Lex, like, open the the box that might have a bomb in it, which is, like... What? That's not... No? What? (laughs) No! No! (laughs) What? I was working on this while we watched it. I don't remember. I, this might have been when I was back to focusing on all of them having four eyes. Okay. Well, anyway, so, like, Lex is, like, yeah, so, like, they never, there's just the security guards from the museum and Lex, and they let Lex just, like, they never have a scene where they, like, talk to each other or anything. They're just, like, letting Lex tag along to their to their entire what thing fuck? and, like, do stuff. Which what is, the like, fuck? No, no. I mean, like, I guess he kind of, like, I guess he could try and leverage the fact that he's, like, or you know, Lionel or him or whoever is, like, a donor, but, like... Yeah! Even so, I, donor I, I don't think they would life. let him do that. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, they would... Also, I don't think even, like, museum security would not be taking care of a bomb threat by themselves, so... Right. Um, right. But, yeah, so... So, Clark... When Clark, like, frames, um, Phelan for... Or, like, not frames Phelan, but, like, throws the thing outside and, like, leaves Phelan there to, like take it, whatever, like, be, uh, taken down for, for stealing the breastplate, um, the security guards and Lex, like, follow him in, and he must, like, shoot at them, because then, like, one of the security guards shoots him and he dies, um, and Lex, like, asks him to tell him what he had on Clark before he dies, but he and doesn't. And he did. Yeah, I no. remember that part. Um, and then Lex at the end has, uh, museum security footage of just, like, a blur, like, streaking across one frame of, right. of the camera. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much the A-plot. And then there's the thing with uh, Victoria. Yeah, Who's introduced okay. in this episode. I want to talk about Victoria. Do you? I like Victoria. Why? I don't know. She's an evil bitch. Okay. 
She's she's the type of evil bitch that I like. Yeah, see, I think this is where, like, I kind of would like her, except that she is specifically being an evil bitch to Lex. Right, so, like, no, I and, I am, that. and I am less clouded <laughs> by that, and I just, like, really like evil bitches. I mean, she's so. fine in this episode, mostly. She is fine in this episode. Um, but, like, she, yeah, she so she is, like, an old friend, quote-unquote, sexy eyes of Lex's. <laughs> um... <laughs> yeah, you understand what 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 we're getting at. Um, of Lexis, who shows up, and she like her father owns some company that she's now the. They said what her title was. I don't know, the vice president or something. Yeah. Um, she shows up at the museum scene, but then she's with Lex later in the mansion. Um, and they are like, you know, doing romantic stuff. stuff uh, but also like, she like her father or she has this plan. Uh, that she's got her father involved in to get Lex to, like, sell them his shares of Luther Corp so that they can, like, take it over or something. But then he, Lex suggests to her that they individually both try and take over, like, both of their father's companies or something. Uh, none of which comes, goes anywhere in this, this episode. It's all just, like, set up. Yeah, this is the first time we met her. Right, so they're sort of just establishing her and stuff. The... Other B plot is oh the Lana Chloe one yeah is the thing where Chloe has written some article for the Torch they showed the headline I think it was like Smallville the meteor capital of the or the or the mutation capital of the world or something like the principal who I, this is the second time he's shown up this principal tells her that that's like not acceptable. And that parents are upset, and that that's not a like an appropriate thing for this student newspaper to be covering, which it probably isn't really like. Probably not. That's the kind of thing a student newspaper should be covering, right? Uh, but um, so yeah. Anyway, so he 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 takes her. He says she's not the editor of the paper anymore, and that they'll suspend it until they get another editor. And then like Lana says she'll go talk to the principal, and they don't show the scene where that happens. But she comes back and says that she, he made her the editor, which is like. I, she didn't even work on the paper. Like, yeah. uh, that's kind of crazy. Like, partly the only, like, I feel like this is, like, evidence for Lana having super na- natural powers of persuasion and making people like her. Like, you know I'm on that. Um, yeah, no, totally. But this is, like, train. this is, like, an instance of a thing that would, like, make a lot more sense if that were true. Yeah. Um, Lana just has, like, vile people powers, like, do what I want, please. Right, right. So anyway, so so she has been made the editor, and, like, Chloe is pretty upset about it. Um, so, but then Lana publishes this article that is, like, about uh, Principal Kwan censoring the newspaper or whatever to, like, I guess get him mad at her also, and, like, then she gets Chloe back. Which, like, also she is there to try and convince Kwan, so, like, that also kind of works more with, like, her having that. Yeah. But, so, yeah. Then Chloe is, like, is back as the editor of the newspaper, but promises to try and, like, back everything up better, I guess. Um, and then there's, like, a really nice scene where Chloe and Lana are talking about this and, like, how much the paper means to Chloe. And it's really nice until it turns into this thing where, where Chloe is, like, and the, the paper is the time I have to spend with Clark, so I thought you were trying to take Clark away from me or something. And it's like, oh my God. can this not just be about, like, her actual... Can we please not make this, like... Like, does everything literally have to be about, like, how they feel about dudes? Like, yes. Like, can she not just, Apparently. like, actually want to run the newspaper? 
Um, Apparently. But yeah, so then they both are like, well, I'm just friends with Clark, too. We don't have any feelings for him. In a, like, super fake way. Right. But no, I don't know. I was reminded in this episode that, like, Alice and Mac, like, also can act a lot better than a lot of people on this show because she, like, looks genuinely upset in a lot of this. Um, And she isn't given a lot of stuff to do. Um, compared to a lot of people, I think. Yeah. Like, actually, emotionally especially, but, like, she was pretty good in this. But yeah, so that's, like, the C-plot. But yeah, no, I mean, the thing about Phelan is, like, it, it does feel like everything, like, that should be really important and should, like, change stuff. But, like, Clark has a conversation with his parents at the end where, where Jonathan is like, well, there's going to be people in the, in the the in the world like this, and they're kind of like, so this will probably happen again. And then they're like... I guess we'll just have to deal with that when it happens. And it's like, do you? Like, I mean, you have the chance to, like, maybe try and learn something. Jonathan! To try and form an idea of how to deal with this. But, like, you're not going to do that. I just, in general, have so many questions about Jonathan Kent and his, like, his everything with regards to, like... Well, I feel like they really actually made an effort in this episode to have him, like even though he was worried about Clark, say that he was proud of him for, like, trying to help people and stuff. Right. Which, like, sometimes doesn't happen. Right. Um, I feel like he gets worse about that later. Yeah. Yeah. And, but there was also a scene where he was, like, Clark lied to him about meeting with Phelan the first time, and then when he talked to him later, Jonathan was like, well, you can't protect me and your mother by lying to us. And it's like, yeah, you can't protect people by lying to them. And it's like, if only that applied to, like, other people also. (laughs) Because, like, the thing is, like, I don't know, there are reasons that Clark lies to people about who he is, but, like, that are legit, but, like, to protect them is, is never actually a legit reason. Okay. Uh, okay, so. so we are back now. Uh, we have just uh, watched the episode again. It's it's uh, it's uh, like three or four days since we last recorded the last part. I'm so much less um, high now, guys. I'm so sorry. And Bess had no memory of watching that episode or recording the podcast. <laughs> In so. my defense, they gave me so much Ativan. Uh, yeah, so... Um, so, yeah, so we just watched the episode again, because I did not remember any of it. And I realized Uh, we forgot to, last time, do the evilness rating, so we kind of needed to, yeah. Refresher. Yep. So we have, in fact, this week, watched this episode two times. Yeah. No, and if we're gonna watch it, like, this isn't the worst... No, this is not, not a terrible episode to it's rewatch. Not as, as good as like actually good episode we had right two, right a week ago. No, but it but, was like not terrible. Yeah. So anyway, yes, yeah, we should get into the evilness rating, I guess. Unless there's anything you want to say about oh, I do, I do want to point out that the, literally the only part of that episode <laughs> which she remembered was the part at the beginning where the homeless man has a dog. And it, you know, they, they have, like, two shots of the dog, and she remembered the dog, and nothing else. <laughs> this is so me-typical. <laughs> so, that happened. <laughs> Although, in fact, we discovered that I had not... I didn't remember any of this episode, because a couple, like, an hour, two hours ago, I, like, turned to Alex, and I was like, we need to record <laughs> the episode for this week, and she was like, oh, we already did. <laughs> 
And I was like, wait, really? So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I said in that last part that you just listened to, but I'm so sorry. I have no memory of it. I mean, I don't think there's anything you need to apologize for. <laughs> well, you getting distracted because you were making potatoes and stuff, but you know. Wait, what? You made mashed potatoes. <laughs> Was well, that why I had leftover potatoes in the fridge the other day? Anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, oh my we're, god, we're getting off topic again. Yeah. So, um, um, I'm done being high now. Okay, so Lexi Bullness Radio. Yes. Um, um, do you have the list? Yeah. We need the list. I kind of, I want to say like one. Well, so, okay, the question is like, there's definitely like, he might have done illegal things in the past, but like... As I was saying in the episode, like, that could be just, like, drugs, which is not really, like, you know, um, right, a thing that- so, like, that's too vague to really, like, be anything more than, like, menacing, right? Right. Um, that's why I said one. The only thing is, uh, him following Clark oh, and asking that's after- That's true. Is that a- hang on. Let me- that's possible. There's, like, an invasion of privacy on that yeah, list Yeah, there and is, and it's a three. Here we go. Um, is it a significant invasion of privacy, though? I mean, I don't know. It's it's a little hard to say. He was, I mean, because mostly, like, in the scenes up until the very end, he was, like, trying to genuinely concerned and trying to help Clark. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, at the end, he followed them in his car secretly, which is, like... Well, and the other thing, too, is that, like, he stood over, yeah. what's it, the detective's dead body and was like, what do you have on Clark? That was, de- like... Which was the bit at which I yeah. said, Lex, please acquire literally any chill. No. <laughs> which... That doesn't happen. No. Um, so, yeah. Uh, like, it's it, it wouldn't be very much, but... Yeah, okay. I mean, two or three. Yeah, it does feel... I mean, like, I would be okay with maybe a two, because it's, it's not, like... I think I would have called it a two, because it's not, like... Yeah. It's not like he's, you know... He's not really, like, planting surveillance cameras no, it doesn't, or anything. No, it doesn't, like, it doesn't feel like that much of... Yeah, he's not sort of... He's it doesn't feel like it's, like, a particularly and, betrayal-y yeah, in a certain way, because it's, like, not... He's not, like... He's suspicious and kind of rightfully so... Well, I mean, he's always rightfully suspicious. Okay, but, like, <laughs> um, the only part yeah. where he, like, crosses a line, yeah. to my mind, is the bit where where he's like, tell me what you had on yeah. Clark. Right, because that's obviously, like, before that, even when he's following them in his car, like, I think there's an element of, like, him him being concerned. Yes. Whereas when, once Phelan has been shot, like, obviously that is kind of off the table. Right. Um, yeah. And then at the end when he's looking at the security footage from the museum. Yeah. Um... But, like, him getting that security footage, I don't know. Like, he shouldn't probably actually have access to that, but, like... No, he should he But also he also shouldn't have been fucking tut- no. investigating well, the fucking bomb. See, I believe more that they would, they would if he's, like, the patron of the museum, like, it's his, like, the wing is named after... Sure. I believe, I would believe they'd give him the security footage more than I'd believe they'd let him deal yeah. with that bomb. Right, right. <laughs> completely agree. I completely agree. Um... Uh, but yeah. So, I mean, do we want to lean towards two? Two. I think two. That seems acceptable. Yeah. I think two. So, evilness, Lex evilness level two this episode. Cool. So, uh, Rex. We can move into Rex now. Yep. Yeah. So, um, I have, because of the whole Alexander the Great thing in this episode. Right. Which is, um, I, they probably mentioned it again on the show. It's a huge thing in fandom. Yeah. Like, like 
there's a ton of stuff, but this was the thing that I had on my list of things I wanted to wreck that I know had a reference to Alexander the Great, which is, um, I was actually introduced to this fic through the pod fic by Dodificus, which I really highly recommend. It's so excellent, and you should definitely look it up. Um, but the, so the, the fic is Hideaway by Rivka T, and like I said, the, the pod fic is by Dodificus, and, um, We'll have links to both up. And it's got, it's not a huge amount about Alexander the Great, but the, no. <laughs> but there is, there is some passing references to Lex, uh, like, yeah, and to knowing so Alexander the Great. Stuff. But yeah. But yeah, so, so this fic is about, um, it's a future fic, and it's about, uh, Clark is, like, overworking himself, basically, with the Justice League, and Lex is like, and they're like, Bibles. Yeah, no, like, I mean, Lex is a supervillain. Yeah, Lex is a supervillain. General... Yep, it's the yep. whole future thing. Um, but he, like, calls Clark up and he's like, bro, you need a vacation. <laughs> and, uh, and Clark is like, well, okay, but, uh, if I go on vacation, I can't trust you not to take advantage of that, so you have to come with me. So, Clark and Lex, who are adults and rivals now, and, like, you know, head buddying over world yeah, taking I mean, over schemes yeah, and stuff. Nemesis, I think. Nemesis, yes. That is sort of different. Yes, no, <laughs> that's true. You're right. Nemesis. So they're all they're nemesis and everything, but they go on a vacation to get like a a beach vacation together anyway. Yeah. And it's like and then they cute have and to, fun. To and there's deal hijinks. With some pirates. Yep. Without like using their normal like skill stuff. Sets. Yeah. And because it's good. Yeah, no, it's cute and fun and good. And yeah, and the pod fic by Dodificus is really excellent. Dodie has such a great way of, of uh reading. It's it's really dynamic and I I love her pod fic. She's so much fun to listen to. So uh yeah, so that is my wreck for this week. I'm wrecking I Shall Become by Bagheera, which is part of a series she did uh, called Elseworlds. Um, and this part is basically like, what if Lex was Batman? <laughs> um, but I'm wrecking it for this episode because it kind of, like, the the change that, like, led to this being an AU happened a lot earlier, but this actual fic starts basically with this episode and has a lot of fail-in and stuff in it. So yeah, and it's, you know, uh, it's obviously not, like, exactly like a one thing changed and then everything spun off because it's, it's a bit not, too, like... Right, it's not a branching AU. No, but it's close to one in some ways. Okay. Because part of it is that, like, you know... Lex's parents were killed Batman-style when he was pretty young, which means mm -hmm. that, like, Lionel never bought the plant in Smallville, which has, like, interesting effects, not just on, like, Lex never showing up. Like, Lex is never in the... Well, actually, and so this this kind of gets to me, because if I ever read any fic that's an AU where Lex hasn't lost his hair, and they describe his, him as having hair, I try to picture that, and my brain just goes, like, nope. <laughs> no, <laughs> what is that? That's not right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, like, Lex wasn't in the, uh, the meteor shower, um... And, and like, Pete's family are still, like, own the... Oh, what's yeah, it? The, the, like, creamed corn. Yeah. And um, whatever. And, like, that has a different, you know, then the social landscape of, right. like, Smallville High is really different. That's a pretty minor part, but I think that kind of thing is fun. Yeah. With the, like, AUs and stuff. But, yeah, so it's not, you know, it's a little bit too, like, the Batman thing is a little bit too far to go with just straight, like... 
branching. Thing yeah, change, right. But right. Um, there is some of that. Uh, but yeah, so it's it's uh, Lex is Batman, and then um, Clark goes to Metropolis in this episode with his parents, and they get killed by Phelan. And then he's kind of in the like dick role. Yeah. Um, so yeah, really good. interesting concept. Yeah, and Bigira San is a really excellent writer. Yeah, no, this is the first fic of hers that I'm wrecking, I think, but I really like a lot of her Smallville fic. Um, and she's one of the few people who was actually like still active and writing stuff for Smallville, like when I got into it. Um, so I really appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yep, that's my rec this week. Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, I think that about wraps it up for us for this week. I'm sorry, again, thanks for, uh, if you're, if you're listening, if you're, if you're still listening by now, thanks for sticking with us through all of the wackiness and off-topicness and everything. Yeah, well, I, hopefully I will have edited it down to something <laughs> reasonably on topic, but, you know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> So, um, yeah, thanks so much for joining us, and we will see you next week. Only 207 more episodes to go.